You're listening to The Ascent Podcast, a production of Foothills Church. Today we are taking a deeper look at the pursuit of peace as we navigate a culture that is experiencing a rapid rise in rates of depression and anxiety. And what is causing this rise and how do we combat it? How do we find a place of peace? We sat down with lead pastor of Foothills Church, Trent Stewart, to discuss how the act of forgiveness can play a transformative role in reaching that place of peace. He has given us in Christ a, an amazing gift, his grace and forgiveness because of the death of Jesus on the cross. Now shouldn't I, because I have received so much mercy from, from the Lord, shouldn't I give that uh, forgiveness and give that patience with those who have hurt me. And so that is the challenge, but that is really the, the core and foundation of why we forgive. And, and it's simple. It's because we've been forgiven. I am Britton Drown. Thanks as always for listening. Let's jump right in. Well, we're joined as always by lead pastor of Fiddles Church, Trent Stewart. Pastor Trent, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. It's good to be here, and thanks again for listening. Absolutely. Well, I want to begin today here. We're, we're talking about forgiveness. So so first, as we jump in, can you talk just a little bit about you know why the concept and the idea of forgiveness is just really essential to our Christian faith? Yeah, you know, following Christ, you know, it's a narrow path, and when we decide and when he saves us, you know, we're committed to following him and being changed by him. And so that means we live a life that's really paved with forgiveness. Um, he forgave us. We are to model that forgiveness. And so the world's way and our flesh will say when somebody hurts us or somebody does something wrong against us, it's it's an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. You know, somebody strikes you, you strike them back. Somebody messes with me, I want to mess with them. And so it's it's payback, get even, revenge. That's our flesh. That's our sin nature. But following Christ really is is a lifestyle of continual forgiveness. Yeah, it really is a cornerstone, but it does feel like, you know, even if I'm going to church every Sunday and I'm a, and I identify as a Christian, it still is something that so many people struggle with. Why do you why do you think that is? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, when we get hurt, those feelings are real. Um, and so when someone hurts us, when someone offends us, our feelings are hurt, that relationship is broken. And so there's just a lot of baggage there. There's a lot of emotion that comes behind things like that. And so um, I read a book once by Andy Stanley called It Came From Within, and he had a whole chapter on anger that uh, really opened up my eyes to this whole concept. He, he says, you know, when someone hurts you, essentially they've taken something from you. And so they slandered you. They when they slandered you, maybe they took the, your reputation or they took your influence. Maybe somebody abused you. And so you might say they took your dignity. Maybe somebody might have uh, betrayed you. And so, you know, that person maybe took your trust in other people kind of away. You know, maybe your dad wasn't in your life when you were a kid. And so you might say he took away your childhood. Um, and so that causes us to be angry. When somebody takes something from us, there is a debt essentially that's incurred. And so they owe us something. Um, somebody lies to you. Hey, man, you owe me an apology. You you know, you weren't in my life when, when I was a kid. You owe me my childhood back. And so, you know, for us, we think the remedy for pain is payback. And that's why all of the uh, Hollywood movies are surrounded 
by the concept of revenge. You know, Braveheart, Gladiator, my favorite movies really are kind of fueled by revenge. Uh, Taken with Liam Neeson. We love these movies because, uh, you know, the hero is hurt, he's wounded somehow, and the rest of the movie, it's him you know, taking out revenge and paying everybody back. And that really resonates with our heart. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of talked about this before, the idea of peace. And and really, when you begin to struggle with forgiving others, it really kind of morphs into this this feeling of bitterness that really does rob you of, of a sense of true peace. Is that right? Yeah. You know, we don't intend to be, you know, bitter people. We don't intend to be um, people who are just characterized by unforgiveness. It just, just happens. We get hurt, and that uh, woundedness really turns into anger, you know, and we're upset and we're mad at people that hurt us. But then that that anger, if not dealt with properly, just begins to, you know, dive into our bones, really, and into our heart, and it hurts us. It begins to poison our relationships with others. And so that anger that there is, is there and not dealt with will turn into bitterness and bitterness will just rob you of your peace. It will rob you of joy. It really causes us to be mentally fatigued. You know, we won't be happy. We'll, we'll isolate ourselves. Um, it's almost like this weight that just holds down our happiness in our life. And so we can't really be happy about anything because of this bitterness that's just sitting in our heart. And you know, what's interesting is that a lot of symptoms that you might find in depression, you also uh, can see in someone who who you might say has just bitterness in their heart. And so sometimes we feel depressed and maybe it's not necessarily, you know, clinical depression. Maybe it's just bitterness that we've allowed to, you know, hold us down uh, emotionally. And so um, I think forgiveness and dealing with anger is probably one of the most important things we'll, we'll do as a follower of Christ. Yeah, Jesus not only modeled the, the perfect form of forgiveness, but he certainly taught on on forgiveness as well. So, so where is you know a good place in Scripture for us to turn to kind of see this play out? Yeah, that, I mean it's everywhere in the New Testament. Um, but one story that um, I really love is is in Matthew eighteen, and in Matthew eighteen, um, Peter asked Jesus, "How how many times should I forgive my brother who sins against me? How about seven times, Jesus?" And Jesus is like, he responds and says, "I don't say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times." And so it's just like human nature to say, "Give me a number, Jesus." Like, at what level is it okay to be angry? At what level is it okay to be bitter and mad at people and to really plot out my revenge and take it out? Um, and Jesus doesn't give us permission to do that. He, he, he essentially, 77 times just essentially means, you know, we're, we're to continually uh, forgive. And, and then he goes into this story um, about this servant, and he owed this enormous debt, 10,000 talents. And the king comes, and he calls him on the debt, and the servant could not pay the debt. And so he pleads with him. He falls on his knees and he begs the king to have patience with him. And then he actually he actually promises something that he could never fulfill. He says, I will pay you everything back. Now, it's important because this 10,000 talents is an enormous amount of money. Um, people have kind of translated it into what it would be like in our day. And it's somewhere around $7 billion. And... Um, so this guy had no potential or possible way to actually 
pay this debt back, but he still makes the promises and he's begging him. And then the king takes pity on him and releases him from the debt and he forgives him. And so then that same servant goes out and he finds another guy, his buddy, who owes him a hundred denarii, which is pocket change. And he owes him a certain, this certain amount of money. And instead of giving him forgiveness, he puts him in a chokehold and he demands that the guy uh, pays him back. And the guy begs for patience with him. And so as Jesus is telling the story, everybody listening would have said, oh, I see what's happening here. Like this guy just received patience and forgiveness. Certainly he's going to, you know, now demonstrate that same peace and same Um, patience and same forgiveness, but he doesn't. He demands that the guy pays him back, and because he can't, he throws him in jail. And so when the king finds out what he did, uh, the king um, is extremely upset, and he says, you wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me, and shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And so then he throws him in jail, and um, he is in great distress. And, and then Jesus makes this statement, so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And so it's like, whoa, um, here, here, here it is, the call to forgive. And so the point, the king is God. He, he has given us in Christ a, an amazing gift, his grace and forgiveness because of the death of Jesus on the cross. Now, shouldn't I, because I have received so much mercy from from the Lord, shouldn't I give that uh, forgiveness and give that patience with those who have hurt me? And so that is the challenge, but that is really the the core and foundation of why we forgive. And, And it's simple. It's because we've been forgiven. So bring that back to today, you know, so many of us want to be characterized by people who are forgiving, but we also, you know, we also want justice too for when, when people wrong us. So how can those two concepts maybe battle and get in the way of, of us being truly forgiving people? Yeah. People say, I, I don't want to forgive. I want justice. And so, yeah, we, we all want justice. So the, the, the reality though is what is justice for you? Is, is this person having a miserable life because they hurt you justice? Is them going to jail justice? Is them, you know, uh, their, their new relationship or their new marriage is ruined? You know, what, what, what is justice? And the reality is this person could live a bad life. They could be miserable. But at the end of the day, if we don't forgive, that anger and bitterness is sitting in our heart. And therefore, we don't get justice. So even if they have to pay for it in, in some you know, worldly way or some way that you know, our sin might say, yeah, man, I'm glad they're suffering because of what they did to me, you still will never have peace in your heart if you don't release them. Uh, because forgiveness in our heart is really the only justice that releases your heart from bitterness and gives you peace in your life. Yeah, so there's certainly people in, in I think all of our lives we can think of that perhaps we've developed a form of bitterness for and that we could certainly go out and forgive. So so what are some immediate like practical steps to really kind of go out there and show true forgiveness that will allow, you know, us to to actually release that debt? I think the first thing we have to do is we have to realize and think about the ways in which we've been hurt. 
And, and so many people want to deny the fact that they're hurting. And especially guys, we don't want to admit that something in our life was painful. We really just kind of like to push those emotions away and those thoughts away and, and pretend like everything's cool. But the reality is if we don't admit why or when or what uh, hurt us, we can't follow the next few steps, you know, because we're just in denial. And so um, I think... You know, if we're daydreaming about taking revenge, we've been hurt by somebody. If you're replaying an incident over and over in your head, uh, that's probably the incident that hurt you. If there's ongoing tension in your relationships around you, either in marriage and at work, you know, there's one common denominator, and that is you, and that's a, that's a sign that there's probably some pain rattling around somewhere in your heart that you need to admit is, is really there. I think the second thing is um, simply to identify the people that you're angry with. And so who, who is it that hurt you? Um, identify. Was it a parent? Is it an ex-spouse? Is it a, a, a friend? Who, who is it that hurt you? And that's important because if you can't identify who it is that embarrassed you, that hurt you, that lied to you, you know, then you can't do number three, which is, okay, think about what they owe you. What, what do you think they owe you? You know, if your dad wasn't around when you were a kid, uh, he owes you time. So, uh, okay, that's helpful because now I can I can begin to process the fact that there, there's no potential way for him to ever repay me for that. So him living a terrible life or even just him, you know, apologizing, while that might help me in some cases, uh, it's still not going to erase that, uh, that, that bitterness in my heart. And so I have to think about what, what is it that, that he owes me? What, maybe your ex-husband owes you an apology, whatever it is. And, and so when we determine what that is, now we can do the, the really hard part, which is now you pay down the debt and you cancel it and you release them and you forgive them. And so what I mean by pay down the debt is essentially when somebody hurts you, there is a certain level of, of debt that's been incurred. There's a certain level of debt that they owe you. Now, and depending on how you know painful that experience was, it's going to be a lot of debt potentially. And so forgiveness is essentially paying down that debt, paying down that pain, and, and releasing them. And so practical ways to pay that debt down for them um, is, okay, if they apologize, if you have a conversation with them, then that's going to help pay that debt down. Okay, well, maybe that doesn't happen. Um, now think about, like, how, how am I going to allow my thoughts to run with this situation? Now, because every time you think about taking revenge, you're adding fuel and you're adding weight to the debt. So what we have to do is we, we simply have to just take that thought captive and say, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to think about revenge. I'm not going to think about, you know, inflicting pain in their life. I've forgiven them. And every time you do that, you begin to pay down that debt just a little bit. Every time you refuse to gossip about somebody, every time you refuse to talk badly about them, all of a sudden now you're, you're beginning to pay down that debt and you're beginning to release them. Every time you think about the event that hurt you, and you start to get emotional and angry again, instead of letting your emotions take you to that angry place, you say, you know what, God, I released them, I've forgiven them, and I'm, I'm not going to replay that event again in my mind. And you take that thought captive. Now, listen, it's painful to do things like this. It hurts because your heart wants to think about it. 
your flesh wants to think about it. It feels so good to us to think about ways to get revenge. It feels good to talk badly about people who have hurt us, but essentially that pain will not go away. Um, it, it, it will rot out the core of your soul and you've got to pay that debt down. And then one day, you know, you, you see them or maybe the experience, uh, you know, comes back to your mind and that anger isn't there and that pain isn't there. And you realize, oh man, the, the debt's mm-hmm. gone. That's a really cool part because not only when you, when you pay that debt down, not only are you setting them free, but in turn, it, it, it really does set you free as yeah. well. I mean, forgiveness is, is setting yourself free. I love what Lewis Meads, he's a theologian and professor. He says, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. I love that. It just makes so much sense. Well, that's really good. And, and that wraps us up for today's episode and for season one of the Ascent Podcast. Pastor Trent, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this has been great. Looking forward to season two coming up. Hey, thank you again for listening to today's episode and for streaming season one of the Ascent Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this resource and ask that if you did, go ahead and drop us a rating or review. Those ratings and reviews truly do help us to reach more people. And be sure to hit the subscribe button now to stay up to date with updates about season two of the Ascent Podcast coming your way soon. Thanks as always for listening.